you did you record? No, not yet. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, welcome to Targeted Podcast. I am Sahi. That is Nicholas. Uh, we got a lot going on today. It's been a hell of a week. <laughs> um, it's been a crazy month. A crazy been. month. Crazy week. Um, but some news this week. George Floyd, right? Or rather, Derek Chauvin, right? So the yeah. Derek Chauvin file um, a case trial that's happened. Um, he is found guilty on all accounts and I know I definitely sighed a huge relief when I heard that happened and yeah. yeah I mean I don't want to go dancing on the guy's grave but I mean I definitely understand if people feel the need he's not to dead <laughs> you can't go dancing on his grave he's not dead that's true um, <laughs> that's true uh, so now there's a, a trial yet, but I, I know I have like a bunch of feelings about this. So like, what are your thoughts, Nicholas? Uh, well, I mean, I think that I, I definitely agree with him getting all the charges um, after reading them and everything. Definitely agree with that. Happy with the outcome. Um, but, you know, it, you know, my initial reaction was, was like, you know, a celebratory one, right? But then um, once I got over that, then you just think about like the bigger picture, right? So. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I'm glad that George Floyd's family uh, got some measure of justice and probably some relief. But at the same time, like I'm just hoping that this is this becomes the standard, right? Where we we're holding police officers more accountable, and hopefully it turns into some sort of legislation or something or something, you know, police reform wise, um, you know, moving forward. So yeah, so it's interesting when you talk about accountability and that becoming the standard. Um, so interesting um, stat by the Gravity Institute. So Derek Chauvin is only the sixth police officer who's been convicted of murdering someone while on duty in the last 15 years. Only six, right? Well, we know this, yeah, we know there's been so many more. So. Yeah, so, and the, the, it goes on to say there are thousands of Derek Chauvin's out there still working as cops, right? Um, it's... I, 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 fear this, I share the same sentiment as you do, where um, there was a bit of elation and then like reality, like sit in the saying, well, okay, look, we need to prevent this from happening, right? right. I don't know if you caught what Nancy Pelosi said. Um, what did she say? Oh God, I can, she, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just show you the, uh, the video, but it, it, <laughs> she's clearly out of touch. But, I mean, based off of like what she said, um, it's like the number one search tool on YouTube too. So yeah, I will um, I will play it in a second. But like, we definitely need reform, right? That's that's for sure, right? This is great that this has happened, and it shows accountability. It's not justice; it's accountability, right? right. Uh, and we need more of this, right? Uh, during the during the trial, during what during the trial, sixty four people have been killed by police during this tr- this like three week trial, right? Sixty four people have been killed by police, most of them people of color, African Americans, right? So we need. Yeah. Um, changes to the way we police, right? There was another one on the, de- on the death of uh, 
of George Floyd. I haven't watched the video, but uh, what was her full name? Malika? The, um, uh, I think her name was Makaya. Makaya. Um, yeah, I'm not, well, I'm not ready to talk about that yet. I haven't seen the video. I'm struggling to want to watch the video. It doesn't, it just seems like it's just a totally bad situation. Um, I know you had a very lively conversation with Omar about this. Definitely had a spirited debate. I didn't have a chance to like look into what you guys were saying, but um, yeah, maybe at another time next week, I'll be able to talk about that. But yeah, yeah, just so many emotions. It just think, think about what it took for this to happen, right? It essentially took a pandemic, right? Um, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, both were- Protests. Yeah. All that. Yeah, both on the heels of that, right? It took a teenager filming nine minutes. Yes. It, right? Like if that, if she didn't, like that was the tape, that was essentially what did him in, right? If it wasn't yeah. nine minutes, it wasn't as graphic of him calling his mama saying, I can't breathe and just yeah. him lying there. Um, well, what was crazy to me is that um, I didn't, I didn't follow the trial like day to day because it's just, just too emotional for me to yeah. watch. But um, the defense for Derek Chauvin was basically trying to say that um, George Floyd would, would have died or could have, because he had like some, uh, alleged drug issues and um, heart, a heart condition and some yeah. other things, like he died from that. And my thing yeah. is like, how can, you, how can you even put that out there when the video clearly shows that he was, you know, strangled to death or <laughs> lack of a better way to put it, right? It doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter like what your, it doesn't matter what your condition is. Yeah. If I cut off the oxygen, then you're gonna die. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What yeah. You, put your, you, you put your knee on someone's neck for nine minutes and they die and they're like, oh, it's because of the heart condition. Like, really? <laughs> like, I mean, um, it's, it's interesting because people, it just tells you people will convince themselves of anything. Even before the trial, people were trying to, to play that card. It's like, oh, there's something in his mouth or maybe he died of a heart condition. They did everything they could to try to downplay this. And it's just sad and unfortunate. Um, even the coroner uh, said, so I, I wasn't watching it day to day, but I did keep up a little bit with it. The coroner said, no, he died of asphyxiation. Uh, right. uh, I think the police uh, chief actually testified against him, against Derek Chauvin. Yes, that's why we're talking about the cracks in the blue wall. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so he he testified against Derek Chauvin saying that that's not our training. And so there's just so much stuff like against this uh, person. Um, like the Minneapolis, the police, the police department is, oh, you know, is, is weird. And well, I mean, let me take that back. It has definitely been reported that they've been pretty just bad <laughs> um, with, with what they do, considering yeah. like during the trial, they shot another kid. Well, that was in Minneapolis, but it was around that area. Um, they shot a kid for like expired tags. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's frustrating and annoying. And it's just so many incidents. And this is my thing, and I feel like after this, I'll probably be ready to move on. But it's just, just it's just what when you see the interactions with the cops with uh, with minorities, it's just that jump to lethal force or to unnecessary force is so yeah. immediate. 
And then when you see or hear or read about other incidents um, with other people, there's always a level of, hey, we're gonna try to, to um, calm the situation or we're gonna try to use any means necessary to, to calm this person down. Like I saw a video where there was a guy who like assaulted a cop, stole the squad car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he wouldn't wear a mask, right? So they had yeah. the police, a, a bunch of people with, uh, with, um, with assault guns, uh, like assaulted him, like ran off. So he, he ran off in his car with the cop still attached to the car. Like the cop was like hanging on. Yeah, I saw the video. Uh, so not, no one no, shot no, the tires or anything. No gas, no pepper spray, no yeah. tase, no nothing. It's, and it's like, and then you have, you know, some of these kids who, granted, like, should you be trying to run away? Like, probably not, right? But yeah. why, why the excessive force, right? Yeah. It's, it's not necessary. So, so why is this happening more to Black people than, you know, people who aren't Black? Yeah. Or why is this happening to people of color? Um, and that's the thing that they don't want to admit or talk about. talk about, right? So let me quickly play Nancy Pelosi. I'm just, I just pulled up, like, the first video um, of this. I don't know exactly where this is. Oh God, here it is. Okay, let me just, let me just, I'm gonna stop this. I'm gonna share the, can you, can you hear? Uh, nope. Well, hold on, I'm not playing it. Let me share my screen. Um, all right, so let's talk. Let's, watch, let's listen to her. Oh my God. All right. So yeah, that's just a little bit of the the of what was said. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, like not the words to use, right? But this is this is my thing, right? So I mean, her heart was in the right place. Okay. Some I feel like sometimes, like it, 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 at least for me, sometimes like when I'm speaking in public, or even when like when I'm on this podcast or whatever, like I definitely don't word things the way that I would if it was just a conversation with one or two other people, right? You get a little nervous or whatever. So. That's fair, that's fair. However, she's a public politician who's been in politics. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can't, you can't take it away. I, I'm, that is the Speaker of the House. That is the third most powerful person in the United States, right? So, I hear you, I hear you. I so, mean, um, definitely not what you, you wanna say. I'm not. I'm not willing to cancel her. No. I'm not going to cancel her. I'm not going to cancel her. I will say that this just comes from just something that's out of touch, right? It's <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit out of touch, right? Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing yourself for justice. That's what. What? Um, it's <laughs> it's worth saying. I mean, look, uh, I do want to say I do appreciate Nancy Pelosi for like all she's done, like as a uh, public. Yes, so yes. I will, I will definitely give her kudos. I mean, she was one of the people that was standing up to the orange giant like four years when, when she became speaker again. She was the one standing straight up to him. 
telling him no about your telling where to shove his stupid wall, right? So definitely. <laughs> so glad we don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah. So definitely props to her. I'm not going to cancel her for that, but I, I expect better. I, I mean, I have to point it out. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, next next now is the uh, the sentencing. So I have no idea what's going to happen. They say he has up to 40 years. Uh, he's, Derek Chauvin's also been moved to like a segregated like holding area for his safety. So... He wasn't going to make it otherwise. Yeah. Well, let's just be honest. So, so, um, yeah, that's 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 just a lot to to take in. Yeah. What else? You, you have any any other else? I think I think I I'm happy just waiting to see what's next. We need to we need to start talking about um, we need to start talking about reform. And what's in, uh, what, what can we do to prevent this from happening to other people, right? And we need people, bold politicians and bold people making bold steps because they're gonna be, there's gonna be resistance every step of the way. Every step of the way, there's gonna be resistance. So it's definitely gonna be bold. We definitely need some bold people, some bold individuals. Okay, so. So hold on, so before we move on, right? Cause I did have something slightly related, yeah. um, but it was a little more positive. So, you know, with everything that's going on, right, as, as people of color, like we still have to think about how to interact with law enforcement when we get pulled over for a traffic stop, right? There's still something that's first and foremost yeah. on our minds but when we're out here in these streets. So I found um, a story in Black Enterprise about a young man who has, a new, who has uh, invented something to help people who get pulled over and he's actually working with law enforcement in his area on how to interact with people who have this uh, device, right? Mm. So his name is uh, David Price, he's 19. And the name of the device is the safety pouch, right? Mm. So basically what it is, is just like, just like, a, it's just a little simple pouch or whatever, but you can like hang it on your window and you can have all of your necessary papers and stuff in there, your driver's license, your registration, you know, whatever the uh, the officer asks you for. And that way, you know, there's no suspicious, uh, there's nothing suspicious about your actions or the cop doesn't think that you're looking for a weapon or something, you know, when they come mm -hmm. up and you reach for the stuff that he asks you for or whatever, you kind of get that out of the way. Um, so I just think that's a really dope story. And, and um, he was talking about in Black Enterprise Magazine, it, it, it became, it came from like a project in one of his business classes mm. and um he just ended up just uh you know running with it so you know i hope he hits it i hope it hits big i hope that um you know people invest in it and, and i'm i'm happy to hear about stuff like that like yeah instead of all just like the bad stuff or like hey we got to change the cops or this to that now like here's somebody just kind of thinking out of the box like hey like what could what could i do to help people you know, when they get in these situations, like here's a little something like, and it's, it's a simple idea, right? But it's just about having your stuff already prepared for the officer when, when, he, when he stops you. And he said that it came from some conversations that he had with his parents about dealing with the police when you get pulled over. Yeah. So shout out to David Price, man. Yeah. Um, thanks for that. Some positive stuff. Some yeah. Positive news. Need it. Yeah, definitely in these times. 
Um, so I don't know if you have anything else to talk about with uh, George Floyd. I think. Um, yeah, I'm good, man. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tough one. Um, I'm happy for it. Uh, I'm anxious to see the next steps that uh, we need to take to prevent this from happening. That's the key, right? Like sure. one guilty verdict doesn't mean a whole lot. I mean, it gives some closure to the George Floyd, uh, to George Floyd's family, but um, we have to prevent this from happening, and we need bold. It's going to take some bold action to make prevent this from happening. Yep. Uh, so. Hopefully we'll, we're, we're moving in the right direction. All right, so did you wanna do like a moment of silence for? Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, I definitely wanna do a moment of silence. This is probably something we should have done like a while ago, but just wanna take like 10 seconds out, do a moment of silence for everyone who has um, you know passed away in the last, well, at least in the last year, if not more, um, due to all these unfortunate incidents. So moment of silence. All right. All right. Cool. All righty. So um, with Omar not here, so as you guys know, we're missing a <laughs> we're missing a member of our team. We we're supposed to talk about monsters today. He's almost like a he's almost like a special guest on his own podcast. Right? <laughs> he kind of is. <laughs> we kind of just drag him along. Just like, uh, do you want you want to join? You want to talk? Yeah, we'll give you some time. We're supposed to talk um, Godzilla versus Kong. I still haven't <laughs> watched it yet. That <laughs> time. Um, Shame on you, man. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Um, we'll talk about it whenever we, when we get a chance to. He's, I bet he sells and watch uh, Wonder Woman. <laughs> no, probably not. But you know what? So you know what's funny? You know how we did the trailer walkthrough, right? Yeah. And I was like joking about the movie, and I said, "Hey, Sahid, this is what's gonna happen." It happened. That's what. <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> exactly what happened. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Yeah, no, I mean almost it, not 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 quite exactly, but very, very close. Very close. They 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 pulled like a Jurassic world on us where the two other dinosaurs got together to like fight against the third one and then they agreed to go the separate ways. It's the same, it's the same thing. I'll tell you this, the uh the fighting the fight scenes were, were very entertaining though. Okay. Very entertaining. All right, there are some parts where I was like, ooh, and then other parts I was just laughing. I was like, yo, this is hilarious. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, all right. So since we're, sorry, Omar, we had to talk about the monster. We talked a little bit about the monsters. Can we just count as this was talking about the monsters? This is it? Does this count? We have to talk about it next time? I hope not. Yeah, well, I mean, that's his thing, man. He wants to talk about Hollow Earth. Yeah. So hopefully Bye. he's happy about how it was represented in the movie. <laughs> yeah I, I guess he expected more from the monster movie <laughs> monster. Um, yeah all right no but let's um let's talk about like one of my favorite shows if you think we're done talking about race we're not done yet because we're going to talk talking winter soldier um and episode five was big man that was five major this has turned into like one of my favorite shows right nothing yeah. against like uh wandavision but this is by far one of my favorite 
shows I've watched and this is kind of what I come to expect from comic book movies, right? Where yeah. you have this very in-depth like character development and it's it's just truly amazing. It hits on so many points. It hits me in a lot of points um, with uh, Sam, so, uh, Sam or Anthony Mackie, the character who plays Fal- Falcon. So he's actually from Louisiana. He's from New Orleans, Louisiana. And a big part of that show takes place in New Orleans, Louisiana. And we'll get to that later. But pretty much kind of what he's feeling and how he's going and some of the things that's been said during that show, it really kind of touched home for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot, it's so funny because a lot of other people like after the show came out, hit me up and was like, yeah, that was an amazing show and this and this and this and this and this. And I was like, yeah, it's, yep. it's awesome. Like this is turning into one of my favorite shows. So I thought what we can do is we could just kind of go like kind of what we did last time, play by play. I kind of Right. Uh, and like definitely feel free to jump, uh, jump in. So episode starts off with John Walker running away from like the scene of the crime, right? After he like yep. the guy. And um, he gets confronted by Sam and Bucky, right? So Sam and Bucky pretty much trying to talk to him, trying to talk him down. It's like, hey, you know, you don't want to go down that route, whatever. And it comes quickly apparent, like, hey, like they want the shield. And he goes, yeah, you don't want to do this. And like Bucky's like, uh, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Bucky's been wanting to do that since episode one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy. Um, that was a good fight scene, man. That yeah, was an epic it, fight scene. It was a, another really good fight scene. Um, and yeah. again, we're, we are going to do an episode where we talk about the top fight scenes in the MCU. This is definitely one of them right yeah, now. I kind of want to branch that out from like just MCU to other fight scenes, but I think that'd probably be too much. But MCU, sure. Um, I mean, we can do that, but I think, you know, you know what we should do is do MCU side, yes. DC side. Fine. Sure. Who had the best? Who had the best for? Uh, I will say this: as much as I hated DC movies, some of the fight scenes have been really good. Oh yeah, really good. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't care for Aquaman, but like the fight scene with like him versus a uh, Black Manta. Black Manta. Oh, oh, Black Manta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that single cool. shot of like them like zooming out and like the whole thing like that. That's just that's awesome. So that was just a great scene. But yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll talk it out. So yeah. Um, Notice that John Walker tries to kill him a few times too, right? He again, right? yeah, he, tra- he tries to go for the kill shots in um when he's he uh, trying to kill Bucky, trying to kill Sam, right? right. And that's, that's and I and I like how like some of the shots. So if you look at like between Civil War and this, right, mm-hmm. the shots where he's holding the shield and about to to do it is very, is, I feel like it's like a direct call back to Civil War when Cap yep. stopped himself from doing the same thing to Iron Man. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, that's a great point. Uh, so yeah, Sam, he actually rips off like Sam's wings, um, which is actually, Ooh, yeah, he rips off was... his wings, which has happened before, by the way. Uh, Bucky actually was the guy that ripped off Sam's wings in, yeah. um, in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm gonna get back to the to the wings in a second. I'm actually gonna get back to it now. So after they like they they beat him, break his arm. Uh, so Sam is joined by uh, Joaquin Torres, right? And like government sets in because you know John Walker was like videotaped like killing someone mercilessly. 
and like Sam's literally dejected, he goes back home, but he leaves his wings with Joaquin Torres. Now, Joaquin Torres, I'm sure you already know, is yep. someone who plays Falcon in yep. like, the comics, right? So I think this is, and if you realize too, at the beginning of the episode or at the beginning of the series, Joaquin was trying to help uh, Sam like fix Red Wing or whatever. And uh, Sam was like, no, yep. the Air Force guy's touch is like, it gets all twitchy. So I'm assuming like Joaquin's gonna fix up that that yeah. and it's gonna be it's gonna be nice. So so I really think that they are building up to some sort of uh, Young Avengers type deal. Yes. So he could yeah. be the Falcon piece in that. Um, yeah. Like like we said before, right? You have you have him. You have uh, what's her name? Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Yeah. You have uh, Hawkeye's daughter. Yeah, uh, Isaiah Bradley's what grandson? Yeah, uh, I think it's his, I think it's his nephew. I think I'm not entirely sure, but his name is Eli Bradley. He might be. His yeah, nephew. So. you have him. So you know, I think they're the pieces are there. Yeah, so. I'm actually going to get back to that a, a little bit later. So yeah, but you touched on a lot of those those points. So all right, so. Sam brings a uh, uh, gives his like just leaves his uh, wings with Joaquin, so I'm sure Joaquin's gonna build that up together. And in an, in another mini series that I'm which they haven't released yet, um, will become like uh, Falcon, um, uh, with Sam actually promoting himself to Captain America. Um, promoting himself, <laughs> <laughs> really? He's like, Sam's like. I'm the captain now. <laughs> I got the shield. No, the he, he, he was already promoted. He just didn't want it. Now he's yeah. realizing he, he needs to take it. It's fair enough. Yeah. So um, John Walker, he stands trial, right? And he's kind of like yelling at the senator that gave him the shield and like whatever panel that is. Um, you built me. Yeah, you built me. I like that. One. I like that one. You built me. And I felt like his anger and sentiment against those that group there is similar to Sharon Carter's, right? So if you saw, remember early in the series, right? She was telling Sam, you know, all the flags and everything, it's all BS, right? It's all bullshit, right? True. And, True. and that sentiment also plays well later in the episode as well with Isaiah Bradley. But um, yeah, he gets super angry and they dismiss him for like what he's done or whatever. And he's just super upset. And we get a some so someone comes in. Her name is Valentina Allegra de Fuentes. Um, that's uh, Louise Dreyfus. So she was uh, famous for Veep and was in Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, so she plays. She says, "Call her Val, but don't call her Val." Uh, but she's introduced as like another secret like hand in play there. Contessa, so what was her name? Like Contessa something, something. I like the Valentin way she introduced uh, Allegra de Forte. De Forte. There you go. So that's her. So she's an actual character, right? Um, kind of like a minor character. She worked for S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Uh, she worked yep. for Hydra, but as like a double agent, I believe. She was um, like a triple agent. Yeah. Like so a triple I don't know exactly yeah. what she... Uh, She's probably a good guy, but like someone that operates. So I just, I was looking at the Wikipedia before the show. See, they say that she operates in like the gray area. 
so holds a lot of secrets so it's very possible that she could be working with maybe thaddeus thunderbolt right so remember oh i forgot the part where um actually i was gonna didn't get to that part yet but uh zemo is getting uh, is getting transported to the raft right yeah like uh thunderbolt roll uh ross is there so uh that and they think that possibly so thaddeus thunderbolt roll, uh, ross is like in charge of the raft last time we saw right yeah. Uh, it has been suggested that he can possibly start this anti-Avengers type team with Zemo there and um, yeah I think in the comments it was like the Dark Avengers or something yeah, like Dark that. Dark Avengers or something like that so that could be its own miniseries so I think that's pretty cool with uh, Allegra de, uh, de Fontaine kind of working with him or him working for her she'll probably be working for him well, hold on. So I think you skipped um, this and, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this where uh, so the Wakandans came back to get Zemo in this episode? Yes, it? they did. I was actually going to get to that next. So, oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, so Bucky returned. Uh, so they go to Sokovia, right? So they go to the memorials of Sokovia. Bucky finds him. Um, interesting scene where Bucky holds a gun to his head. He thinks he's going to shoot him. Eventually he doesn't shoot him. Um, so Bucky, he was on the list of like people like of Bucky's done wrong, which I don't know why he used Bucky, but, uh, return him to like the Dora, which is a good idea. Um, and then Bucky, she tells him like, don't like come to Wakanda for a little bit. You might as well stay away for a little bit. And which is, yeah. great. um, and, but he also has another favor for her. I mean, he lets Zemo go and he still asks for favors, which is awesome. <laughs> gotta try, right? Gotta I try. mean, well, it worked, right? Because they essentially gave him Sam's suit, right? That he that hasn't yeah. been yet. So we'll get yeah. to that later. But after uh, they, after Zemo goes back to like the raft, and this is where the, th- the whole Thunderbolts thing happens. Like I think might happen another miniseries involving. Zemo and um, and uh, Johnny Walk, John Walker, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I don't know. So fast forward, Sam's back in the states. He's talking to Isaiah Bradley, and mm-hmm. pretty much all of the things that we thought were gonna happen or that we kind of were clued in on, they like doubled down on. So yeah. with Isaiah Bradley saying that he was tested on with the with the serum and whatnot. Um, like we thought of immediately the Tuskegee experiment. Uh, yeah. experiment, and the Tuskegee was actually mentioned, right? So he talked about yes. like, and Tuskegee um, was there. Uh, like he, one of the things that I liked about his like his sentiment is that he saw that shield and he kind of represents like the negative side of like what those flags mean. So. Right. To what Sharon Carter said, I was like, you know, it's all BS, right? Well, he knows that because he fought for the flag, right? It's something that you actually thought about. Uh, uh, we talked about with you earlier with uh, relatives like fighting for like our freedoms during the World War and still coming back home and being segregated against and you're nothing. So he, yeah, he definitely feels some resentment toward that, and right, rightfully so, right? Oh, I mean, they, they locked him away for like thirty years, told his wife that he was dead. Yep. Didn't let him get any any mail or anything like that, and just yep. continued to experiment on him. 
Yep. So his story, I mean, that really like just tugged at the heartstrings, man. Like, yeah. And he and he was telling Sam, he was like, um, first he was like, you know, no black man can be Captain America, and he was like, you're a fool if you if you want to be, yeah, or if you think you can be, and it was just like, he's not wrong. No. Right, because he he's talking from experience. He's well, yeah, he's, yeah. He's speaking from experience, and you think about everything that's going on. Like, who this country isn't going to accept you? Yeah, you know what I mean. And then it kind of goes back to, well, I'm kind of skipping forward a little bit, but but it's relevant to the conversation mm-hmm. because um, when they're standing in front of um, Sam's house and he's talking with Bucky, and they're having like a little therapeutic moment that. A shows why Sam would be a good leader for the next uh, generation of Avengers, yeah. but B serves to to show that Bucky and Sam, I'm sorry, Bucky and um, Steve, um, they weren't thinking about yeah. what it would mean for a black man to be Captain America. Yeah, he, and, he says that. He says that we didn't yeah. for a black man, right? Yeah. And Bucky was like, was kind of just like, you know, I'm sorry to, that we, you know, I was putting all that pressure on you like that because now, I, you know, after hearing about Isaiah Bradley and all that stuff, it's like, now I kind of get it, yeah. you know? So I, that was just amazing how they put that together. I was amazing how they had that conversation at the end. Um, yeah, no, so, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. definitely touch base on that again. Um, so one one of my, my favorite things about the Isaiah Bradley um, like discussion was the uh, similarities between him and uh, Steve Rogers. So Isaiah Bradley, uh, he heard the higher ups say they're going to like blast the POW camp. So the POW camp, which ha- which held um, other people that they experimented on, which they said was tetanus, right? But it was yep. actually um, the serum, so he thought that they were gonna blast these other. He heard that they're gonna blast these other people to to smithereens, and um, he was like, "No, I'm gonna bring my boys. So I'm gonna bring those." Yeah, boys. he did the same thing Steve did. Exactly right? the, the same moment. thing. Different reaction but though. He got in trouble for it. Yeah, yeah. different reaction though, right? So definitely some very similar cases between the two and it's rightfully so why he has a sense of resentment right like yeah the only way he escaped was like a nurse took pity and yeah said that he was dead let him like amazing job by the actor too i forget his name i think he did an amazing job on that. yeah so uh we talked about eli bradley so eli bradley uh patriot you think maybe when he comes like part of the Young Avengers, maybe. So you talk about a leader, Sam being a leader for like the the next, um, like Avengers Five, right? Like yeah. Well, you saw you talk about Sam being a leader for the next generation of just people, African Americans alike, right? So maybe uh, Eli Bradley sees this and gets inspired, right, and say, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I'll do my part too." That's kind of how. Hey, that's uh, a good idea. It's a good idea. I mean, you have to wonder, does he have, like, so if he's related to Isaiah Bradley, right, uh, when he came back, I mean, his, you know, his wife passed away, obviously. I mean, 
did he have another relationship? Like, what part of the family does Eli hail from? Does he have any super soldier stuff in him or whatever? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, no, that's very, that's a very interesting part. So, all right. Now we're at, um, now Sam goes home to, to New Orleans, right? Yeah. Visits his family. Um, he decides to fix the, the, the boat. Oh, um, causing his favors. Causing his favors. I'm still wondering like why this guy couldn't like, you really couldn't find anyone. To, like, you know, the Wakandans. <laughs> like, you don't call like, 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 come on. Like, uh, I'm being a little uh, yeah, I, I think you are. Like, this thing, think fun. about this now. Like, yes, you're one of the Avengers, but you don't just call in the nation of Wakanda to come fix your boat <laughs> because you're one of the Avengers. Come on. Why not? You help save the world, right? <laughs> come on. Help man. save the universe. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. What was funny awesome. about this? So, what was funny about this was when uh, when Bucky came back and started flirting with his sister. Yes. I was dying. <laughs> I'm going to talk a little bit about that too. I think somebody posted, was it you that posted this or somebody posted this um, about like um, like uh, him waking up and like, like I'm going to be your dad or something like that. Uh, <laughs> we thought that was hilarious. I'm um, going to be your daddy soon. We but, got comments down here. We got comments down here. Jose saying the same thing. He's like he was dying on that. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Yeah. Uh, oh man. Yeah, it was. <laughs> All right, so went back to Louisiana, right? Um, got home, uh, helped fixing the boat and whatnot. Calling his favorites, got the boat fixed. Bucky shows up, uh, drops off the the little new toy that he got from the Wakandans. And um, helps him starts fixing the boat, which I think is like a a really cool bonding moment between the two. Like, yeah. like yeah, sure. it's actually a great way. Like the series has ha- shown them like start from one end and like come together. And we're gonna talk about like the final part where they're like tossing like the 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 shield or the frisbee around <laughs> the shield um, around. <laughs> hey, Ultron called it the frisbee. He goes, the most malleable planet on the earth, and they make a frisbee out of it. <laughs> That's what they called it. So, Next. but one of the things that I thought was pretty interesting, though, is that when Sarah decides not to, the boat, uh, to sail the boat, they talk about it as like it being part of our history and how they try to erase our history. This is something Isaiah, Isaiah Bradley talked about early in the episode right so um and this is kind of something where african-americans histories are just warped now right in this country um so i didn't hear i didn't i didn't hear about the tulsa massacre massacre when i was in school like at all right um didn't know the truth about the confederates while i was in school at all right we're taught like an alternate history and like i was saying earlier like the uh the history of uh, Central Park in New York. Yes, absolutely. Right. That's, a, that's a perfect one there. So um, it's 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 interesting to see them how to kind of tie that in there. Um, and that's just a great a great scene. So, all right, fast forwarding a little bit. Um, so Bucky spends the night at Sam's place, right? Um, 
uh, you know, the funny part of like them playing with the shield or whatnot and like mm-hmm. um, how he kind of wakes up a little bit happy. No, no nightmares. It doesn't seem like it. But yeah. one thing that's, um, that's been pointed out. So he actually, in the beginning of the series, right, when he fell asleep, um, he was sleeping on the floor, right? And if you remember a callback to- Yeah, Captain I sleep Morgan, on the couch. Yeah. Um, yeah, Civil War, talking about like, I sleep on the floor. That was Bucky sleeping on the floor, but now he's sleeping on the couch. He's more comfortable. He's more at ease, at peace. Uh, at ease, at peace, um, at ease and at peace. He talks about how nice everyone else is. Uh, uh, everyone else is here um, in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, he does talk about his sister. About man, she's mean. You know, like it's called tough love. I'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, and it's, I mean, it's just a, it's, it's a great scene. I think it's just a, a really good scene to kind of see him interact with that group of people. Kind of yeah, use sure. Gifts, um, for good. So that's where they have the talk about like what it means to have the shield, right? And mm-hmm. as we said earlier, right, he didn't know what it meant to give a black man the shield. So I didn't know yeah. about pretty much all the pressures that put you through that and whatnot. Um, and I think, so Sam and had had a conversation with like uh, Sarah earlier about Isaiah Bradley and his like resentment and not letting that consume him or decide him. It's like, what would I be if I don't fight? Right. If I just kind of just get right. right. So that's kind of just gives him the courage to like to to take up that shield and say, yeah, this I do deserve this. And I I, I I'm still fighting, right? For yeah. equality. I love the way he he concluded that he needed to be the hero. Um, yes. Love the way that happened. Yeah. And now one the other thing I, I like too was like when they were when they were throwing around the shield, um, I like how they show the transition from the fact that he was a rookie using the shield to becoming like better with it because when he was tossing it around, he he would kind of fumble it a little bit yeah. and have trouble catching it. And you see Bucky, he has super strength. So he was just like, boom, yeah. boom. And then as he was training with it and got good with it, then he was catching it more naturally. So I thought that was really good. Like he got attention. Yeah, no, he had, he had his little workout montage. Like like, <laughs> Rocky, like you see in the Rocky movies and the Creed movies, right? <laughs> little workout montage, back in it, yeah. right? You even see, you even saw him jogging saying all day, right? When I was talking to um, his kids, his his, uh, nephews. Um, One thing that really stuck, uh, like that really inspired me uh, was when he gave Bucky the advice, right? When he goes, are you you ready for some tough love? And he goes like, if you want like forgiveness or something, do the work, right? Like you have to, it's go, it's beyond just saying, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. And when I, when he said that I was, um, it made me think about like people who want to be allies for African-Americans. I know this is a, it's a little bit of a different context, but um, people who wanted to be allies for African-Americans is more than just saying you're sorry or, or saying that you're aware or whatever, but actually being of service to people right yeah um so that's kind of how i took it in my mind and it kind of reminded me of like some of my um like when the george floyd situation happened and like um racist ceo of crossfit was the thing um (laughs) yeah um some of my friends who were more than just oh are you okay or like you're right or someone who's actually 
opened themselves up and empathizing was of service and kind of heard me out and and reached out and was my friend, right? Not just a very simple, you know, you okay? Are we good? We're friends, right? You know, it's but but something being of service. And that's kind of what I felt with that. Um, So that was just a, a great scene there. So yeah, afterwards he has this like little workout montage, hitting them push-ups, practicing, uh, flipping the frisbee around. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, it looks, and he, in about like a day, he matches it because <laughs> that's how that takes. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm sure I think it was a little bit more than. I'm that. sure it took longer than that, but like it was good to see him get comfortable with the shield, right? Um, going from it looks like someone else's to um like yeah i'm the captain this now my shield now yeah yeah this is i'm my the captain now. now right i'm the captain now <laughs> yeah. uh but so, so after that right because for for like i love the episode but then i part of me was kind of feeling as i was watching it kind of feeling that they stayed in louisiana a little too long um i'm from i'm from but when they so when they broke away from that and you get back to what um, Carly and them are planning, mm-hmm. then it was like, dude, I hope I hope this training pays off because they are getting ready for you. Like yeah. you got that, uh, that the guy who fought uh, Steve Ball Rogers Trump. from, uh, yeah, Baltrop. Yeah. The guy who fought him, ready to go back and fight Falcon again. He wants to kill and, him. Yeah, and you have yeah. her talking about, you know, I'm going to, kill you know whoever so it's just like i hope they're ready because yeah it seems like this group um the flag smashers has more recently thought they're not just a fringe group like they actually had people in that grc building right that says one world they're everywhere that's like what like how they how they were able to get back to like united states without like no problems (laughs) It's, it's shocking whatever but um yeah it seems like they were able to just uh get i it wouldn't surprise me if they had help possibly from Sharon Carter, right? Definitely from Sharon Carter. I thought that, so they refer to the power broker as a he in the show. It wouldn't surprise me if it's a, like Sharon Carter is the power broker. I mean, she does have eyes everywhere. She has like a satellite somehow. Um, I think she just made the identity into a man so nobody would suspect it was her. It's possible. Yes. It's possible. Though I can't just keep in mind that the power broker also uh, threatened Carly like earlier in the series, right? So I can't imagine Sharon doing that, but um, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting thing. I'm curious to see how she plays in all this, um, according to some promos that she's actually going to be back in, um, she's going to be there along with John Walker. So wherever all we're all the, like the finale is taking place it looks like he's going to be there marvel's trying to throw us off uh, john walker versus bucky round two yeah Oof, wait for that yeah um yeah i wonder if john walker's going to try to rip off like uh sam's wings again and he's and he can't because it's vibranium <laughs> like um yeah yeah so like bucky opens the box i know we're kind of skipping around at the end here bucky opens the box what do you think is gonna? What do you think the design's gonna be? I think it's gonna be like a red, white, and blue Captain America ish oh, yeah, sure. uh, type sure. thing. 
Um, I've I seen wish- the cover. I got seen the uh, the comic where he where he took on the mantle. So I think it's. I'm sure it's going to be a play on that costume. Yeah. Um, I wish they did like the nanotech thing, like they did with like um, a Black Panther suit as well as an Iron Man suit as well with the like the nano machines like growing wings or something like that. So here's the thing. I don't don't think, yeah, I don't think so. You can't, you can't have a suit that rivals the King of Wakanda, right? (laughs) So you can, you you might get something that's akin to the Black Panther suit 1.0 that you saw in the beginning of the movie. They're not going to give you the good stuff. I (laughs) wouldn't be a fool to do that. You're not getting the good stuff. I mean, maybe. Maybe, you know, right? <laughs> but so, you know what, but you know what though? I guarantee you that they have some sort of failsafe built into that bad boy, probably. just like they did with Bucky's arm. That's a probably a, <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Like, because Bucky said, like, did you know you can do they can do that when he like uh disconnected his arm? They're like he's like, No, so yeah, one of them probably do the same thing, right? So I would she would probably brighten his wings. Boop, boop, boop. yeah no yeah bucky seems like he handles himself well when he's fighting these those super soldiers with his wings so him having a vibranium shield um and vibranium just vibranium everything (laughs) right yeah Yeah. like um it's going to be pretty dope so i'm actually pretty excited to see that um, I wonder if like Joaquin's gonna uh, Joaquin Torres is gonna join the fight as well. Um, what do you think about um, U.S. agent? So John Walker, um, he built his own little shield. I don't know why. Yeah. It's like it's not vibranium. Like, it's, is it bulletproof? Or, like, I don't. It's still. I mean, it's still a. It's still a. It's not vibranium, but if it's. If it's solid steel, I mean, it's not like it's not going to protect you. Let's let's be real. Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's be real. And I like how he um, he he uh, built it using his was his medals of honor, right? Yes. All three of them in there. Yep. Um. So yeah, he somebody's to, uh, to merge the the metals together. Yeah. So, yeah, I could totally see him coming back is like i'm captain america and just this isn't this, this or whatever i totally see bucky coming in and saving the day like superhero landing captain america you know let's go save these guys that took the shield away from me i thought it was interesting though they pointed out that the shield doesn't necessarily belong to the u.s government right so that was they did point that out she was like it's a legal gray area a little legal gray area that's not like that. actually belong to the u.s government which is interesting and his wings actually not going to belong to the U.S. government either because he got them from Wakanda. So those are his. True. Um, True. So that is actually going to be really interesting. I am happy to see. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, it's great that they made Falcon cool <laughs> because Falcon yeah. wasn't. It was never a cool character to me. Um, no, he wasn't. You no, can talk to the birds. Get out of here. Um, like, if you were to fight. I, I expect him to win if he, he would have fought uh, Ant-Man again. <laughs> I would expect him to win that yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, 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 I'm, I'm, happy they, I'm happy they made him cool. Uh, so I'm, ha- I'm really happy for like the backstory that they got there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting an uh, amazing fight scene. 
Um, I mean, we have a lot of stuff to wrap up in this next episode. Right. I feel like it, it may be, uh, I mean, it might be movie length. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely got to be at least an hour, right? Well, it, I think it, all of them have been about an hour, right? Like about uh, the first, minutes. the first few were not. The first few were kind of short. Yeah, they're like forty-five minutes. Um, okay. But like the last couple were closer to an hour. This one, I yeah, I think you're gonna be right. It's gonna be about an hour. Um, it has to be an hour long. Um, I don't know if you caught the uh, the the Shang Chi um, trailer. Be there? I think you froze. <laughs> I think Nicholas froze, or did I freeze? Fix your tech. Huh? No, you froze. <laughs> no, you froze. <laughs> we'll see. I probably froze. Um, it just shows my internet is unstable, so I probably froze. Um, so Shang Z, right? The uh, um, Shang Chi. Uh, Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Yeah, I say Shang Chi. Yeah, buddy. I can't so, yeah. wait for that. So here's the interesting thing. So I saw a trailer breakdown, and they think part of that trailer. Uh, damn it. So Sarah said that. I- <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> trying to make sure we Man. didn't have dead air out here. That's right. That's right. You just take my side. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, that's embarrassing. Um, <laughs> hey, you can't even talk. <laughs> I can't. Dang it. No. Uh, anyway, so, Shang Chi trailer was great. It was great. So, and... but the reason why I mentioned that is because uh, we think. So Shang-Chi, part of it takes place in Mandripoor, people think, right? So I saw a trailer breakdown. They think it takes place in Mandripoor, like the that that tournament fighting scene where he was like fighting his sister a little bit, um, takes place in Mandripoor. And they mm. think that that's the reason why they release a trailer later, right? But to coincide with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. It's also possible that Mandalorian could be the power broker. Um, not Oops, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yes, could be the power broker. I don't know, Man, that's, yeah, total, spe- total speculation. Um, that's that's not a bad theory, right? Yeah, there. I mean, uh, if it's in Madripoor, yeah, that's so uh, that's yeah, a very they, interesting theory. Yeah, they think it's going to be in Madripoor. Um, uh, so again, that trailer was awesome. Um, I liked the uh. You know, the I action like looks it. like it's going to be crazy. I hear that there's someone or somebody there who had something to do with the raid um, in this movie. So that means you haven't seen that movie. Have you seen that movie, The Raid? No, I actually have not. Hmm. That is one of the best action movies ever made. Like you need really? to go watch that. Yes. Okay. That is. There's two of them. Okay. Um... And that movie is legit. I think, yes. I also think um, what, so they made, it was a very uh, uh, Kung Fu expired type movie, right? With uh, yeah. his uh, bringing it, upbringing and whatnot. Um, so I think it's gonna be a good movie. I can't wait to kind of see how that turns out. Um, yep. But yeah. That could possibly be the link, the Madripoor, right? With Falcon Winter Soldier and uh Sam. I like that, man. And you have Sharon Carter in there too. Yeah, it'll be Make nice. Guest appearance in there. I also I also 
So I also heard, I don't know if Sherry Carter is going to be there, if she's um, going to be back in the United States during like the final episodes and whatnot. I do want to ask you, what do you think about Sharon Carter's like, what are, what is her goal? Right. Um, maybe she doesn't want the uh, GMC to, cause she talked about how she couldn't see her family. Right. So yeah. maybe she kind of wants the GMC to like go down because it talks about like these borders. Right. And they want a world without borders. So maybe she could possibly um, just go and see her family one out again. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I think she, she I mean, it seems like, if she doesn't really care about like the stars and stripes and, and being loyal to any to her country anymore, that kind of goes along with what um, the flag smashers are all about, right? So, if she isn't the power broker, um, I mean, she may just be somebody who runs that group. I don't know. It's it's yeah. tough to say because it's like you only you saw her in um you saw her in Winter Soldier and Civil War, and then. Um, you know that was it, and you didn't really get a, an idea of yeah of what happened to her. Like she helped them out a little bit, and then yeah. nothing, right? And so. I always really liked her character, so um, so I'm happy. I wish they explored it a little bit more. I would love to like. I mean, I don't think she's gonna have her own series, but um, and if they wouldn't mind an Agent Thirteen series or whatnot, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're giving Scarlet Witch, I mean, they're not Scarlet Witch, they're giving Black Widow a show, a movie. So maybe- When is that thing coming out? Um, I think it's, so it got delayed. I think it's coming out in like May or September. Let me actually take a, a look at that. I'm waiting for that joint, man. I'm trying to see what they're gonna do. Um, see, so what they're gonna do is it's gonna have a dual release. It's gonna be in theaters. It's gonna be like the Disney special well, yeah. Um, yeah. thing. Um, I don't know where we are going to be with in terms of like the uh, vaccine rollout. So, but I think people are more comfortable going with theaters now. Um, so, that's also good. <laughs> uh, let's see when this movie is coming. Yeah, out. I don't think I'm ready to go to the movies, but I'm in between on that because I want to see it. I don't know if I'm, I'm gonna shell out like the forty to see it with the uh, the special. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Even if I buy two movie tickets, it's not 40 bones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, you, you vaxxed up, I'm vaxxed up. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that is, that is true. That is true. Um, so, July 9th is the release date for okay. for that. I mean, it also looks like a good movie, too. Uh, so, yeah, it does. Yeah. So after this, a few hours, uh, final episode of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, pretty sure they're gonna announce new spinoffs based off of this one, actually. So I mean, you already seen a trailer for um, Loki. Well, it's a couple trailers. There's a trailer for the Bad Batch, right? That's a Star Wars spinoff. Yeah. And then there's another one. It's either a trailer or, at the very least, I saw an ad for. Um, Boba Fett? Not Boba Fett. Uh, what's the name of the guy that was in um, that one Star Wars movie that you said you liked? Uh, oh, uh, Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One. Um, they did a spin. They're doing a spinoff show for that. Yeah. And I seen the promo for that. So definitely plenty of stuff to talk about. I'm, I'm hoping we can fit yeah. in this fight scene discussion yes. before we start covering another show. Yes. No, we should probably get on that. 
Yeah, Loki's out. It's going to come out next. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to announce more, like, in terms of, like, the MCU, I'm sure they're going to announce more uh, shows. Um, yeah. The series coming out after this. So uh, I could totally see, like, a Thunderbolts with... Um, well, I mean, we already know that Hawkeye's daughter is getting a show, right? We know yeah. um, Kamala Khan's getting a show, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see how what they what they have next. So now I'm excited. <laughs> so now they have Peter Parker as a high school age. I'm wondering if, because she's she's supposed to be pretty young too. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering if she's going to be like the female counterpart to that. I I'm hope it's, I hope not. I hope they do her a little bit more than that. Yeah. Give her a little bit more than that. I'm curious to see what they're going to do with her powers, like how she gets her powers. Um, <laughs> That's going to cost a lot of money to, yeah. um, to put that in CGI, I tell you that. Have you seen the CGI? Have you seen the CGI they've used so uh, so far? They they have money. I mean, Disney has money. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is Disney. You know what I mean? But I'm, I mean, this is like this is. I mean, for what you see, like she's like Mr. The, Fantastic, the or right? whatever. Yeah, she's like Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. You know, so it's a little different than hey, I have to animate like this one scene. This is just like every time she does something, it's gonna have to be animated somehow. So yeah. That's going to be interesting. Cool. All right. Well, I think I am done. Um, All right. Anything else? No, man. Another good episode. Yeah. I hope everybody enjoyed. We actually had, I think this tonight, we've had more viewers than we've ever had live. I was watching the numbers. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I appreciate y'all giving us our time. Please like and subscribe to uh the page and youtube yes. instagram all that stuff follow us keep up um with what's going on yes and we're always publishing new stuff so we appreciate it yes thank you guys for your support man love you guys really appreciate it uh uh thank you for like listening like just two old guys talk about comics and, <laughs> and hey we talk oh, about but- some of everything we talk yeah. about some of everything well, and also, yeah, and also so things that are important to us, like social justice issues. So. Yeah.